What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to Chicago Bulls Central, your one-stop spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And on today's episode, we got to talk about the Bulls getting back in the win column as Alex Caruso sparks a big victory for the Chicago Bulls. We'll also be breaking down Io as a starter, talking about Alfonso McKinney and if it's time to boot him out of there. Zach and Lonzo will be missing more games, all of that and more right after this. All right, Bulls fans, so Alice Caruso came back last night, and you can immediately feel um, his impact on the game. Again, I wouldn't I wouldn't lay the, the the this win fully on just him coming back because it was more than that, and we'll break that down. But what it what it what the spark plug that Alice Caruso is and just everything as far as getting the crowd involved, getting the players involved, keeping everyone. Alice Caruso had a, a positive plus minus of plus 18 while only shooting two for eight from the field, right? And keep in mind, like, and that's why I like to use the plus minus is because it's an indication on the impact you have on the game more than just scoring or anything like that. It's really the totality of everything. And Alex Caruso for the season has a positive plus minus of 138. Uh, so, you know, and him having the highest plus minus on this team last night, despite uh, not shooting the ball quite as well and everything else like that and hot nights from other players as well, just shows you what Alex Caruso means. I think I said I early. What Alex Caruso means to this team, right? What having AC Fresh, what having the Caruso back means just to this 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 roster. He means so much to the team, Alex Caruso does. And it was great. The, the block, the defense, everything like that. Just what Alex brings is, is so, so important to this roster, especially when you look at like we don't have a lot of players on this roster with a whole lot of experience, especially not playoff experience. So that is going to pay dividends going further into the season. And I wanted to start this off talking about Alex Caruso what his return meant to this team and how good it was as a fan just to see him back in the building. Um, and, you know, it's good to have him back gearing up for a three-game road stretch uh, where we're going to be missing Zach and Lonzo, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But it's good to have him back. It's good to see him in this game um, playing defense on on Laurie at some points. Like, Alex Cruz just means so much to this team. Um, now, I want to talk about it as well from this game is Io and Kobe. Io and Kobe combining for 34 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds, 6 steals, 4 of those steals being from Kobe alone, and only 2 turnovers between the two of them. That is great. Great. And we'll talk about when you get the contribution from DeMar and Vooch, in which we did in this game as well. When you have your starting backcourt, play that well. Again, paying those dividends and just showing how dangerous this team is going to be, this bench is going to be, once you get everyone back healthy. And I'm going to talk about uh, uh, Io's Stats as a starter later on in the show. That's actually what we're going to end the show on. But these two players have both been on a, a, a great stretch. Um, just overall, Kobe's defense has just improved so much. And, you know, yes, Kobe is never going to be lock on lockdown defender, nothing like that. But it's time that we start acknowledging the fact that Kobe is a solid defender. And when you add in his scoring ability on top of that, it just makes everything flow so much easier. And it's great to see them building that chemistry together. And they're going to be playing together for a while if everything goes the way that some of us think that'll go with, with Kobe being here long-term and Io being here long-term. So it's great to see the um, chemistry between those two. It's great to see Io having the run that he's on. It's also great to see Kobe in many ways having a redemption season um, after a lot of Bulls fans started the season off thinking that he was going to be the odd man out. All the questions about where's where's he going to fit, how he's going to get minutes. Oh, and not even talking about the trade conversations that people have had built around Kobe White. Kobe, Kobe is showing that he's going to be an important part of this team. 
And don't lessen the impact of bench scoring, right? Bench scoring is highly important, especially in playoff runs and as a team as a whole. And Kobe White being able to bring that, Io bringing the defense and offense as well. Oh, man, it's just it's just great to have players like this on this team after so long and seeing so many draft picks uh, kind of come and go uh, with the with the former regime. It's good to see that these players are stepping up in a big way when the team needs it. DeMar and Vooch combined for 54 points in this game. Um that was great to see. I had said in, my, in the pregame um, show is that, you know, I, I I think I said 45 points between the two of them would be a good night. But them combining for 54 points when you have the backcourt be able to contribute the way that they did in a game like this. And then you have the bench as well. We got we got over 20 points from the bench. When you have all those things combined, um, it, it makes for a very dangerous team. And this team's effort on both offense and defense really got them the win over a Cavs team that they don't usually match up very well against. Right. We've seen it. So with that being said, the 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 Cavs uh, size did not really get to the Bulls as much as this game. When you look at the Bulls having the amount of points in the paint that they had in this game, 58 points in the paint from the Chicago Bulls overall in this game. That's huge, right? That's huge. Those are easy buckets, and that makes the game easier. The, the Bulls have a nice stretch evolved uh, ahead of them, and as long as they can play together like they did in this game, as long as they can execute on both sides of the ball, listen, the Bulls are back to being in any game that they can play in. Now, of course, we need Lonzo back. We need uh, we need, um, we need need uh, Zach back. We need Javante Green back. We want to get everyone back healthy, Derek Jones Jr. as well. Uh, we just want to get everyone back healthy so everyone can kind of fit into their more natural roles that were set out on this team because this team, from top to bottom, is going to be a, vain, a very dangerous team. Uh, Vooch, in very much ways, having a bounce-back game from the last game that he had, which many Bulls fans were ready to hop on, jump on his neck with that. 11 for 21 from Vooch, not the most efficient number as far as uh, uh, shooting-wise, but again, positive plus-minus of, of plus 13, 24 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 block, only 2 turnovers from Vooch. This was good Vooch, right? This was the, the, a good game from Vooch in which we needed, and we saw him go down in the paint, not really rely on just that three. He was only two for six from the three-pointer, but seeing Vooch go into the paint, play the way that he did, was very key. DeMar DeRozan, we had good DeMar throughout this game, 14 for 24 shooting, uh, two rebounds, seven assists, one steal, two blocks, four turnovers, unfortunately, positive plus minus of plus 10, and 30 points from DeMar DeRozan. When you get that contribution from those four players that I specifically talked about, it's going to be hard as, with the defensive effort for, for any team to really blow us out. Like, we're going to be in any game. And that's without Zach and Lonzo being here. And I really wanted to highlight that and how key those performances were to this game. Now, on the bad side of this, and this Alfonso McKinney experiment needs to be over. I was one of the, the people who was who was telling you guys, don't let the game against the Rockets inflate your, your view of, of Alfonso McKinney. In his 12 games with the Bulls so far, he is only shooting 40% field goal overall, 34% from three, 16% from free throw, averaging 4.7 points per game and has a PER of 6.69. That is not a good player. That is not a good player. I understand why they replaced him. Um, I'm sorry, they replaced Alizé Johnson with Alfonso McKinney. I understand that. Alizé was giving us nothing. But this Alfonso McKinney thing, and at one point people were saying, hey, Alfonso's going to be our bench scorer. It's not going to happen. He has not scored efficiently since he's been here. He had, He's had two games, one in which it was a blowout, and him and Matt Thomas was just eating on garbage time, and the game against the Rockets in which he scored efficiently. Everything, Every game other than that that Alfonso McKinney has played in the Bulls uniform, he has not been efficient. He's not been good. Um, 
And you know, on defense, he has solid stretches, but a PER of 6.69 is damn near unacceptable. Unacceptable. This Alfonso McKinney experiment needs to be over. And I'm glad that he did not start in the second half. Coach Donovan talked. He almost started Tyler Cook out there, but he went with scoring more than anything and started uh, Troy Brown Jr. We're probably going to see Tyler Cook get Alfonso McKinney's minutes, even if, if uh, Troy Brown Jr. does start in the next game. And I, for one, welcome it. This Alfonso McKinney experiment needs to be over, period, period. Now, let's get into what's coming up next for the Bulls. So it was announced that Zach Alonzo um, Ball are going to be missing uh, this three-game road trip for the Bulls. That means we're going to be missing against our ESPN game against the Bucks tomorrow, a uh, game against the Magic, and against the Thunder. They're going to be missing all three of those, those games as they reevaluate their knees and want them to get back healthy. Um, the Bulls are just going to play much like they did last night, much like they did against Boston. Solid, solid execution on both sides of the ball. Um, but the key thing is, is that those two players need to, we need them healthy for the stretch, right? We need them healthy for the end of the season. If they have to sit out, even if it means the Bulls losing some games that they definitely could have won or been in with those players being in there, you got to let them get their rest. From the Zach thing, I really get the impression that Zach could play. If it, if it was the playoff time now that he could go, maybe a little bit uncomfortable and things like that. The Zoe thing, that bone bruise, depending on how extensive that is, it can it can be pretty serious and it can be a lengthy injury to recover from. But we're going to keep both of them lifted up in spirit. Let's hope that it's more positive than negative. And after this three-game road trip, we get positive news. that They're going to be coming back to the team sooner rather than later because we definitely need them, especially Going into the All-Star break, you want to try to get them some reps, hopefully, so that way after the All-Star break, we're all fire, firing on all cylinders and we're ready to go back on a big a big stretch like we've gone before. Last topic for today, I want to talk about Io. And Io's stats as a starter so far this season, this is just the games that he's starting, 14 uh, points per game, 4.6 rebound per game, 7 assists per game, 1.4 steals per game, a field goal percentage of 76, a uh, three-point uh, percentage of 66.73%, so almost 67% from three-point uh, three range from Ayo DeSumo in his, in his stretch as a starter, and 1.8, almost two turnovers per game. Listen, that as a rookie starter, again, those stats don't jump out at you if we were talking about like a three-, four-, five-year veteran, but as a rookie starter, a second-round pick who wasn't projected to be a starter at all, I said early on, and shout out, somebody called me out on it um, in, in, in the, the post-game live show last night, is that I said early in the season, if Io is getting heavy minutes on this roster, something's gone either terribly wrong or amazingly right. And it's uh, luckily, it's on the latter half of that. It's amazing. It's, he's just been amazing um, in, in his minutes. And you really see that Io is going to project to be a really solid player on this team for years and years and years to come. And this is why I've been saying we need to trust this front office. When you can pick players like that, I know people, naysayers are going to say, well, he was projected to be at the end of the first round. And it, listen, it doesn't matter. They they got a player like him in the second round. You got to trust what this team's, this front office is able to build. Io's, like, as of right now, Io, like I said, I've said this many times before, his potential is as high as anyone else in the first round and just about anyone else even drafted in the lottery. Io, 22 years old, just turned 22 years old to be putting up these type of numbers as a rookie starter and then just being solid on defense and being able to contribute. Io, another Swiss Army knife in the making and, you know, him coming into a team that has better players, right, has the veterans in in DeMar and Alex Caruso. We already know DeMar's taking him under his, under his wing. The sky is really the limit for Io DeSumo 
as of right now. Let me know down below. What do you think about this game? What do you think about Alfonso McKinney experiment? Should it be over? Uh, how do you think the Bulls are going to do in the stretch of Zoe and Lonzo being out in this three-game road trip? And lastly, Io DeSumo's potential. Where do you see it right now? Is Io, and again, way too early, right? But where do you see Io DeSumo's overall potential on this Bulls team? Somebody said last night that the Bulls may eventually have to make a decision if they want to move Io to be the starter or, or, or and move Vonzo and have Io come in and be, be the starting point guard. I'm not ready to say that yet, right? Because I want to keep I want to keep them together if possible. But I can't I can't knock anyone who has that thought process. I really can't because as much as as great as Lonzo is defensively, right? What Io brings offensively in the versatility, right? Lonzo's really just been a three point shooter. Now something could be said to that's how the coaches are using him and they need to use him in a different way. But again, I want to be clear. I am not in any way saying that we should ship Lonzo to make Io the starter. I'm not saying that at all. I want to see Lonzo stay on this team for a long time, but I understand the sentiment and the, those ideas coming from some Bulls fans. But let me know what you think about everything down below. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text or voicemail, you can do so at 773-270-2799. On tomorrow's show, I'll go into the mailbag heavily. So if you want to get in anything, try to get it in within the next 24 hours. But that's it for me to, for today. Like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.